0: The likeness after the likeness likeness after the likeness after the likeness likeness that's how i hear the theme song in my head now we finally figured out how to open the show <laughs> that's all we're gonna do from here on out <laughs> yes just sing the words that aren't words to that's our right theme song yes i like it yeah oh uh, i'm matt kitchen and i'm father eric and this is after, after the, the likeness, likeness.
1: <laughs>
0: this is a fun start this is, fun this is a fun new start. thing right here oh yeah gosh. okay cool we just, we just found our rhythm yeah right yeah. off the jump yep uh yeah, Big so time. uh now i'm off the rhythm what just happened oh so know. we just introduced the show <laughs>
1: uh we said who we were told everyone uh, what mm-hmm. they're listening to
0: which is cool yeah now i guess uh why don't you we check in a little bit how is it how's it going it's good it's yeah. good i'm in the last week of like report writing frenzy for work. Uh-huh. So man, in just a few days, I'm going to feel like I'm just floating like a bird. It's going to yeah. be beautiful. <laughs> That's cool. Uh Let's see what happened over the week. Uh We went to your house for the first time. That That's true. Cool. That's true. Matt that came fun. to my house. It was mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. Brought Ivy. Yeah, uh, The kids were there. The too. kids. Yeah.
1: I thought the well, bouncy yeah. house was more for us. But yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: I didn't realize I was allowed to get in it or I would have come prepared so yeah i feel did like did you
1: not go in so oh, i let so myself context. down <laughs> uh matt brought his daughter over mm-hmm. to my house so that my daughter and his daughter could play and uh have a party for my daughter's birthday which was recently
0: woop woop. or coming up you'll or never sometime. guess time. <laughs> it might have been last april yep probably was that that long ago I said April like thinking it was 6 months ago. Yeah, that I don't was know like a month what, ago. <laughs> you know, it is 11 listeners.
1: Dear listeners, it is the 18th of May. As was of the say, date the 18th of century. recording <laughs> this, which is insane to me. Yeah, it really it is, is almost it's we're more than
0: halfway through May I'm right pretty now, sure New Year's which is was like thing. yesterday. Yeah. It so, really feels like I don't know it. what's going on. Yep. Yep. They say the older thing. you get the faster time goes. Yeah, And I always thought that was crap, but it's true. turns out my brain is. Yeah. I just don't know how much faster time can go at this. Like we have, I have nowhere to go from here. Seriously. Like, yeah. I'm going to have wait, to stop wait, aging. Wait. Do we just, do we just have some kind of like weird moment that we need to discuss? Like, like there's nowhere to go from here. Yeah, <laughs> the priest is telling me well, this is it. <laughs> no, that's not, yeah, that's not a divine statement. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my normal
1: befuddlement in the face of reality. You're like, that all this is for
0: nothing. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, oh, I'm just no. saying, I hope this plateaus at some point. Yes. You know, I would like, like a plateau. Yeah. Can, if begin. time can
0: just, if it could even just pass mm-hmm. consistently. Yes. Fast. That's true. That'd be fine. Mm-hmm, S- mm-hmm. Instead of speeding up all the time. So maybe next week I'll yeah. have more to tell you uh, yeah. because hopefully I'll be a little freer. But okay. until then, until then just working like a dog working like a dog yeah and going to playing bouncy houses that's that's what's up right there <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that life yep. that's true mm-hmm. that is true did that's music fun. for the church on sunday that was fun yes It uh had two of our our female uh singers with me so it was yes. nice it had a nice nice S- vibe super to beautiful it. i enjoyed it oh yep. shucks thanks mm-hmm. good job They're great it was fun yeah so uh yeah that's all i got right now i think cool. oh i'll tell you something okay oh uh, 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 um last week's sermon <laughs> yes that's our new segment oh if yeah recall. yeah so uh we do have a segment then. <laughs> <laughs> you started it off by talking mm-hmm. about mystery novels yes and i told you after the service but i'm going to tell it to the uh to the listening population cool that uh I I told you that my daughter, she has this new thing where like, if we can't find, I don't know, her shoes or something. Yeah. We'll say, Ivy, do you know where your shoes are? And she'll go, she'll go, I know who took them. And we're like, what? We're thinking she's like going to say something (laughs) profound. And she goes, the mystery. (laughs) (laughs) By the way. The mystery (laughs) took them. Since we yeah. we talked to you, uh, we asked her about this whole the mystery thing. Oh yeah, trying to get to the bottom of who uh-huh. or what it is. Yeah, and she's like, she's like, well, it's this, and she like starts like moving her hand around in this like secular really? format. Really, is that a word? Maybe she's referring circle-like. to
1: the divine paracresis, <laughs> the interpenetration of the persons of the Trinity. I mean, that
0: could be, but actually, <laughs> probably what it is is <laughs> she's like, and then there's a dot, and we realized. Oh. Sable realized, with her keen motherly skills, uh-huh, uh-huh. that uh, she was talking about a question mark. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! <laughs> so apparently, the mystery is just a question that's mark. Cool. <laughs> kids yeah, <are> weird. <laughs> kids are weird. I love kids. They're yeah. Great. So Ooh, tell me about your week.
1: Uh, it's been good. Um, or not? Nah, not really. No, it's been <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's been miserable. Yeah, it's
1: been terrible. No, it's actually been like yours, like just a mix of busyness uh-huh. and great things and like hard. I feel like too little butter spread out over too much toast in the oh, words of I mean it might be Tolkien it might be C.S. Lewis and I oh, can't remember here we go but yep here we go <laughs> uh, but my little one's been like sort of persistently not seriously but persistently like a little sick for a while mm. so like I feel just tired you know we've been up and like yeah, all sure. that kind of stuff it, up in the night and so so if I fall asleep on the mic just you know yeah <laughs> improvise. If understandable I,
0: Ivy has like. Talk to the snore. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy has all of a sudden discovered that mm-hmm. we have a bed that's attainable in the middle of the night. Yeah. It just happened. Like, yeah. I don't know, like last month. Mm-hmm. She just spent like the first three years of her life not knowing it was an option. You yeah. Know? And now yeah. all of a sudden, it's every night an option. <laughs> uh, that does not bode well. No. No. <laughs> but it's also like awesome because <laughs> she's like a little teddy bear, you know? Yeah. But. It's funny they get but also, cuddlier don't worry. as they get older. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, babies are so cute and uh-huh. they're teeny, but they're uh-huh. not cuddly. Right.
0: You know, like... You're afraid you'll crush yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Terrifying. You hear all the stories about people rolling over on their babies in the yeah. night, and that's just, like, horrifying. Yeah. So. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> now, now she would just hit me or something. After mm-hmm. a while. And she does. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, uh, man. Mm-hmm. We also... Um, have our first, oh, yeah, some news for y'all. This listener is. gift, yes, <laughs> <laughs> one of our fantastic listeners who yes. may also be my sister, <laughs> yes, might <laughs> she, be she, uh. She sent us these cups. Yes. And they have uh, writing on them that she printed in her little writing label thing machine. I don't know. Not like a label maker. Those are (laughs) wonderful travel coffee mugs. Coffee mugs. coffee cups or whatever. Black with gold letters. Yes, like the saints. Oh, my gosh. Look at you. (laughs) No, You know, we've talked about the saints, St. Dunstan, St. Francis, St. You know. (sighs) (laughs) But, uh... They say God knows all of your cups. That's right. With Matt under one and Mm -hmm. for Eric under the other, which is a quote from our show
1: previous episode. And And if you recall, (laughs) I believe we dared our one of our listeners to make uh, merch. merch. Yeah, and she did it. Y'all responded. Thank Thank you so much, Jamie. Yeah, who's Jamie specifically? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) But so God knows all of your cups, and we'll maybe post some pictures of that on Facebook
0: next time. Maybe inscribe some solid gold jewelry and send it. Yeah, that's right. That would Mm -hmm. help, or just the Um, gold. Just the gold. You don't have to do anything. (laughs) But Jamie, these are awesome. Yeah, we we are so thankful. They're awesome. Yes, and uh, Yeah. yeah. As soon as me or eric remembers what the sentence actually means we'll mm-hmm. talk about it yeah again but we, yeah it's dude we, i don't know not you, this like, week if someone if someone <laughs> binges these things it's like they heard it like you know a couple hours ago but for that's us so true. it was like eight months ago or yeah <laughs> yeah that's right it was not eight literally. months ago probably like eight weeks though which could is, be yeah so i i can't remember like yesterday so Hmm. What can you do? I think it was
1: about how God knows everything.
0: Yeah. I'm just going out on a limb here. I would assume that's probably. (laughs) Like divine omniscience. Somebody write in and say what this means. Yeah. (laughs) With the five-star review. I remember saying it.
1: I and I remember challenging someone to make merch, but I have have uh, no idea. The
0: <laughs> maybe we could call our you know like. But God knows, God knows, all he of knows the cups. all of the cups. God but knows all of your cups. Maybe you know how like like podcasts or shows or anything will have like a name or, or a mm-hmm. musical artist. Yeah, their fans will be called something, like the as a group. Like I don't know. Like uh, I'm trying to think. Of what, like like, like Taylor Swift fans are they like. What like believers? Believe yes. <laughs> Are they called Swifties? Am I making that up? Oh, that I don't. know. I don't know that either. Which is
1: ironic because I don't like Justin Bieber. I love Taylor Swift, so I don't know. I uh,
0: Swifters, Swifters. I <laughs> Swiftly <laughs> stop making me listen to this. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll make um, a name out for that. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, we could have like a like the Cup Crew or the Cupsters or yeah. you know, Cup. A-docious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is all great this is this so is wonderful, so great <laughs> i'm cutting this out <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like i edit nope all right um yeah anything else you want to to bring up before we fix easter fix easter that's
1: right fix um, the heck out of it eck yes. out of easter we are gonna fix it yeah <laughs> no
0: i don't think so that was my week
1: mm-hmm. just
0: fun and, That's good. Oh, and oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Two things yeah. related to things we've talked about in the past. Number mm-hmm. one, as you mentioned C.S. Lewis yeah. earlier, I've been reading Ivy, uh, Lion, Witch, in the Wardrobe. Each night. Oh, that's cool. And she is a big fan. She's um, yeah. she's likes to know what's going to happen to Lucy with the White Witch and all that stuff. That's so. awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. She's yes. enjoying it. If I can get her attention, which is the hard part with a three-year-old. But yeah. once I do, she's pretty into it. That's awesome. <laughs> that's so cool. So I'll keep you updated. Yeah, please it's do. It's also my first time reading the books. so Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah. Well,
1: let's circle back around to that at the end, too. Okay. Because that kind of ties into some ideas I had for the
0: podcast. Oh, so. snap. Yeah. If it involves reading uh, language in the wardrobe wardrobe, faster faster than like, you know, a few months, because that's how long it's going to take to read. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure I can be involved in this. (laughs) It doesn't. Don't worry. Okay, good, good, good. It's all good. (laughs) And uh, the other thing, what was the other thing? Oh, fasting. Fasting. I'm not doing it for... The religious reasons, but oh. me and Sable have started uh, some intermittent fasting.
1: Oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: So we'll... Uh, yeah. We'll... Uh, I'm just trying to, you know, lose some of this uh, this rotundity I've got going on. So.
1: <laughs> Okie dokie. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's
0: cool. It's just, We're doing it simple. We're doing like uh, mm-hmm. 14 hours. Basically stop eating at 7 or 8 and start yeah. eating at uh, 9 or 10. So. Right on. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. So cool. I'll keep you updated. So, yeah. I mean... With my track record, I'll have forgotten about this by next podcast. Sure, but who knows? Yeah, maybe I'll walk in here and the wind will blow me away because maybe I've just so been fasting so hard. <laughs> well, that'll be interesting. It'll
1: be it'll be cool to see how you reflect too. Again, like mm-hmm. any kind of like self denial thing, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It like it brings up a you know it always brings up a spiritual
0: experience. Yeah, kind of yeah. I just know you had said the thing about it's not necessarily good. Yeah, to you want your intent. Purposefully, I guess. Well, actually, like health
1: and spirituality, like physical health, spiritual health, I think can go together. Alright. If you do if you would like to do that. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. um vanity and spiritual health do not go together because mm. is not healthy spiritually spiritual. healthy i don't care what um, i look like if that, yeah if that helps okay. cool, cool, cool. yes yeah yeah just try does. not to die early yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yep just want to you know
0: yeah see
1: the kids grow up and yeah graduate. i want to yeah. see her
0: hit six at least oh yeah that's, that, good. that's a good goal yep keep it low man mm-hmm. keep the goal low walk right over <laughs> but yeah that's awesome that's well awesome. cool let's talk about easter Okay, let's talk about Easter. Let's, if you want, I mean. Let's do it. We could
1: talk about some Yeah, else. why not? Okay, so we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about Easter in the Episcopal Church, according to our tradition, um, you know, as Episcopalians. And as with most things that are Episcopal traditions, mm-hmm. they're not all or very much unique traditions, because the Episcopal Church is like one of the one holy catholic and apostolic uh branches of the one holy catholic apostolic church uh uh-huh.
0: um, we share nicene creed style what's that nicene creed style. exactly buddy
1: mm-hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we share most of our traditions with all the other churches that sort of come out of that self-understanding of who who we are as christians sort of historically minded christians uh who see their traditions in that um, as going all the way back to the time of Jesus, but so uh, Easter in the Episcopal Church, what is it? Where did it come from? And then, like, if we want to talk about how do we fix it, we're going to do that. Uh, if there's a problem
0: with it, there's so many problems with it. I think there are some problems yeah. with it. Yeah,
1: not problems, uh, but okay. So what is it? Let's <laughs> t- let's tell people what what we're talking about. Okay, so the first thing is like, um, um Easter. What is Easter? it is like the celebration of Christianity. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. It's the first celebration like that was put on the Christian calendar. And obviously like it started the Christian calendar because it began with like the actual historical event of Jesus after Holy week dying on the cross on the third day, that first Easter Sunday, rising again from the grave and to much to the surprise of pretty much everybody in the whole world even his uh, disciples even the people who he explicitly had said hey we're gonna go to jerusalem i'm gonna die i'm gonna die on a cross i'm gonna be buried i'm gonna rise on the third day Mm -hmm. all those things happened in succession but even when it got to rising from the dead on the third day it's like no one saw it coming, which is interesting. <laughs> but in any case, they started celebrating the, that anniversary right off the bat. Um, and so the first Christian festival um, or the first Christian celebration, like sort of a ritualized celebration, began. Um, mm-hmm. And really, for mo- early Christians, that was the only thing on the calendar for a while. Um, and in fact, not only is Easter... Like the, uh, the big celebration of the year every Sunday. The reason why we worship on Sundays as opposed to say like Friday nights, which is actually sort of the beginning of Saturday because mm-hmm. uh, days begin at sundown in the jewish calendar Mm. um that's Mm -hmm. that's when jesus and uh and the disciples who are all uh jews who when they would sort of worship on the sabbath day so on the seventh day Mm -hmm. but christians very soon in uh, all the early christians were also jews they would also begin celebrating on sunday morning Mm. early in the day after sunrise which is in the middle of the day because again sunday began the night before but they'd wait till sunrise because that symbolized the rising and that's when the disciples went to the tomb, found it empty. Um, and so um, so the every Sunday in the Christian church is actually a mini Easter. So like mm-hmm. the, we have our big Easter Sunday every year but every Sunday is like a little uh, is, is a little Easter celebration mm-hmm. is a feast of the resurrection of our Lord.
0: Can I ask? Yeah, you two can ask questions. as many questions you want. Okay, fifteen yeah. questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. And if you don't know these, you don't have to make something up. Okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you do around here, just making <laughs> up stuff. <Yeah. laughs> do we know? Do you know where the word Easter comes from? Because it seems like yeah. like weird. I don't yeah, know, I don't feel like it fits. I do a lot of I don't know. Next question. Go ahead okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, Next question.
1: Correct. I do know that I do where we're. Thank you. <laughs> um so yeah, actually going to tell so talk a little bit about that. So of course, the yeah, uh, first Easter happened on Passover mm-hmm. and in most Christian uh well, not in most Christian, in, in all christian denominations but Mm -hmm. in most languages Mm -hmm. the name for easter that we call for the festival we call easter in english is some version of passover so Mm -hmm. it's pasca pascal pasqua like uh, which obviously
0: means easter which (laughs) no
1: (laughs) it just means passover right so like um uh, but easter in english it's it's one who one who easts It's actually an Easter. (laughs) You are a little bit close there. Yeah, a little bit. So, like, um, basically, in English, you get a little bit of a different name, and it comes from sort of the Germanic influence of the, on English as a language. Yeah. And uh, we know from the venerable Bede, oh. who was very venerable, and one of the first historians of yes. sort of... And what does venerable English mean? <laughs> uh, that means he, like, venerates the right <laughs> things, One <basically>. who venerates. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> like, the honorable. Like, okay. it's actually one who, like, honorable. gives honor, okay. rightly. okay. Um. Yeah. Or the reverend. Like oh yeah. The reverend Eric. Like that doesn't mm-hmm. mean like people reverence me. It means I, I reverence. Mm-hmm. I am things. also a reverend if you'll remember. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember. Yes. I remember that very well actually. <laughs> Not bitter. Uh, Not bitter. Yeah. So, uh, so the, I was going to get to this a little later, but like a lot of the times the things that are sort of part of our folk celebration of Easter mm-hmm. um, in The last this hasn't really been that long. It may be like eighty years, ninety years, Um, but there's been sort of like the big story is uh, that the uh, um, the eggs and the bunnies are both sort of fertility symbols uh, that come from Christianity. Like yeah, they they come from Christianity, like taking on sort of pagan festival things, um, and specifically of the goddess. Oestra, Oestra. who is is where we get the word Easter. Easter. Yeah, and so we know from the Venerable Bede, and this is actually the only historical mention of Oestra in the world, Mm -hmm. uh, for the Venerable Bede, and he mentions that in a certain region, and this is the place where we get get um, get the word Easter. So these are our. Uh, linguistic ancestors Mm -hmm. in some way or form Uh, they called uh the east the festival easter because easter uh usually falls in the spring at Mm -hmm. least in the northern hemisphere Um, and these were sort of northern germanic peoples um and uh easter oestra was the was the name of a goddess Mm -hmm. who was like the goddess of the spring Mm -hmm. um it is actually also where we get the name E- the word east from as well what? so like <clears throat> she was also like the goddess of or i actually i don't know if i can't remember the exact quote i don't know if she was also the goddess of the sunrise say right yeah <laughs> so like so in that uh-huh. language right uh oestra was not just the name for a goddess it was also mm-hmm. the name for um the direction east and it was also the name for the springtime um which uh, of course is when the sun mm-hmm. stays out longer. That you know that comes up earlier and earlier there in the east. Mm-hmm. And so this is very common in the ancient world. So like uh, in Hebrew, the word for sea is Yom, the God in yum. in Yom, <laughs> the God of of the sea or uh-huh. uh, was Yom. you know, like the sea and the God of the sea, sp- the spiritual essence of the sea. <laughs> There's kind of the same thing. Red Robin. So yeah, Yom. So for a long time, that was just like a fun historical no, you know, like, oh, that's where that word comes from. Uh-huh. Uh, in the 1800s, and then really you see this sort of amalgamated together in the 19, or in the 1900s because uh, the sort of Easter bunny and sort of the secular traditions around Easter, like with the Easter egg with the little basket and all that kind of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, are put together and sort of disconnected from... The worship aspect of it, like the Mm -hmm. church calendar, the resurrection, stuff like that. And people say like, well, where did these things come from? And they kind of put uh, um, uh, the idea that, you know, like the, the... pagans used to like celebrate this fertility goddess with mm-hmm. eggs and bunnies and then like the Christians came along and they were like oh good enough for us we'll just like celebrate that
0: way <laughs> well and, this is um, kind of what we went through with Christmas yeah. too right yes We've, that's right we had a similar discussion very about similar trees and presents yeah. and, and socks or and whatever. again
1: <laughs> interestingly like you don't see anyone saying like oh these are pagan symbols until very very recently mm-hmm. you don't like early and if you read like the venerable beat or any mm-hmm. of these folks at the time like they're not cool with like continuing <laughs> pagan worship. Like when, uh, an ancient Christian, uh, or a, mid- a medieval Christian, or like if you're me too, um, uh, a modern Christian, when you encounter like, uh, you know, the people who are not, not people, but the worship of, of, um, of these kinds of gods and goddesses, mm-hmm. like the people who evangelize those folks, um, found them enslaved oftentimes literally economically Mm -hmm. dependent on slavery and but also like spiritually enslaved to like certain spiritual things that they were um worshiping like worship was not just like what you did on sunday (laughs) nor is it now but like back then either and so like people who became christian did not tend to they might keep certain thing like obviously spring is still springtime yeah so you can still celebrate the spring because winter's over <laughs> and if you've ever been in any northern climate winter is terrible <laughs> yeah and I'm like kidding. when the spring comes you want to <laughs> <Canada>. celebrate <laughs> yeah like and so you're gonna celebrate <laughs> yeah exactly um you know you're gonna celebrate somewhat in the same way but right. like you are not going to be worshiping like a pagan god
0: anymore if yeah. you don't have to like you're well, no longer in bondage the, to that the that thought, thing the thought that you that people couldn't take you know cultural celebrations and mm-hmm. apply different meanings to them is kind of silly to me yeah. in the first place well
1: and, <laughs> and here's the thing is like there's no uh and and there's the problem is like historically there's no historical evidence for anything that kind of tries to weave the eggs and the bunnies and Oestra together. Mm -hmm. Like the only mention we have of Oestra is that little footnote from the venerable bead. There's no indication that she's a fertility goddess. There's no evidence of any bunny or egg worship or (laughs) anything like that associated with any fertility goddess in those areas. So like, there's nothing there except for just the note that like Christians, because of the season Mm -hmm. in which the season in which, um, Uh, the Passover falls Mm -hmm. have taken to calling it the Easter festival, because that's like calling it the spring Mm -hmm. festival, you know, like, yeah. So it'd be like today if you, if we were like, Oh, you know, like March madness, you know, I don't know if you know this, but that comes from (laughs) the ancient, pagan worship of mars you can tell because like it's named after the month that's of funny. mars and you can see there's uh-huh. people they're struggling uh-huh. there's strife there's a battle going on it's mad and it's like it's madness <laughs> and it's like okay that's just that's just in like a that's funny. name association <laughs> now here's the the interesting thing though is like eggs and bunnies mm-hmm. are both actually like deeply old, like, especially the eggs, the painted eggs Mm -hmm. are much, much older. Uh, are are the eggs are are older Christian tradition Mm -hmm. going all the way back. It's actually associated with Mary Magdalene. Oh, wow. So if you find an icon of Mary Magdalene, you can find icons of her where she's actually carrying a basket of red eggs. What? Yeah. So Mary Magdalene was by the way, not a prostitute. Um, she was really cool. Wait, what? Yeah, I know in the West. we, Uh, tend to identify yeah since the 1200s so again a very late tradition not a prostitute That's pretty long time ago (laughs) i mean it's 800 years ago but there was 1200 years before that for when no one thought mary (laughs) magdalene was a prostitute (laughs) yeah no mary magdalene and with respect i don't want to rob prostitutes of their patron saint but like uh, especially one as awesome as mary magdalene but in point of fact and i i fought this Mm -hmm. i've been like i don't want to like I really don't don't want to take Mary Magdalene away from like there's Magdalene houses, which are oh, houses yeah, yeah, yeah. for people who like uh uh have been involved in sex Our, work and stuff like that. Getting out of the biz. Yeah, exactly. And I so I don't wanna yeah. take anything away from that, guys. Becca Stevens, put down your tweet. Um <laughs> like
0: she runs Magdalene. Um, <laughs> Invented um, yeah. like Just someone you knew listened. That's right. Becca. Um, this one's for you, I'm Becca. sure she's listening. Yeah, of um, course. But, uh, Everyone is.
1: <laughs> but like, so she was, um, was actually a patrician, which is uh, a Roman citizen of sort of high rank. Mm. Um, and so, you know, the Roman citizens, just because you were uh, in Israel or mm-hmm. Jewish or whatever, didn't mean you couldn't be a citizen. Um, so she was, uh, uh, the story goes and this is where she gets the association with the red eggs, is uh, she went to Rome mm-hmm. and as part of her evangelistic journeys because mm-hmm. she was an, an apostle. She was mm-hmm.
0: the apostle to the apostles. And to find some customers. Yeah, wink, yeah, wink. Oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> and that's terrible. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> um, no, so she goes, she actually she gets uh-huh. invited to a party that the emperor yeah, is Yeah, she
0: did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna ruin this. I'm sorry, story, Mary. Eight hundred years. Eight hundred years. Eight hundred years. years you've had to put up with this. Hey, don't take this from me either. <laughs> yeah. okay. This is part of fixing Easter right here, let me tell you. <laughs> well, no. Um, so so she goes and she she carried around eggs as a teaching tool. Because again, she was she was like very high up. What was she teaching the, with the eggs? She was teaching about the resurrection. Oh. So like an egg kind of looks like what a tomb looks like back in the day. So this is post-resurrection
0: and stuff. This is post-resurrection. Okay,
1: gotcha. Post-resurrection, post-Pentecost. Mm-hmm. All the disciples have become apostles. They've all been sent out, mm-hmm. and and Mary Magdalene goes on her own missionary
0: journeys as well. Wow, she's preaching to the. How do you know about her? Like post all of this. What's?
1: Uh, I mean, like a lot of ways. Just, just a lot of church different... tradition. Like mm-hmm. there's like. Christians writings. pretty much start writing yeah. right away and then also gotcha. they also start remembering like mm-hmm. keeping stories and traditions alive through through ritual practice you ah, know okay. like so having days to remember when people oh, died yeah. and they remember what they did mm-hmm. and stuff like that and then there's icons as well mm-hmm. um, which come a little bit later but uh, even in the very early days you'd have mm-hmm. mosaics and sort of pictures but like pictures weren't just decorations then stories they were also yeah Mm -hmm. they're deliberately you put elements in to teach and that's what mary magdalene was doing with these eggs she was teaching the tomb egg yeah the egg looks like a tomb Mm -hmm. um in the old days your tombs would be kind of hewn out of rock and Mm -hmm. you'd put someone in there when they were dead you'd roll a stone in front of it because it was going to get stinky otherwise Mm -hmm. and then you wait for them to decompose and then you roll the rock back and then you take the bones and you gather them up and you put them in a box called an ossuary. Ooh. And then you like label that and bury it somewhere <laughs> or keep it in your house. Or like people keep urns yeah. of family members and stuff like that. And then you can use the tomb again for the next person. Weird. Yeah, it's cool. Yes. But so um, she would use it as a, as, because it looked like a tomb, she would use it as a, um, as a teaching tool that like, look you know like this is uh when you open up this tomb this life, is your brain <laughs> uh, yeah this is your brain this is your brain on jesus um but that life comes uh, out of it right yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's just this tomb like no one's ever gone into it it's it's unbroken oh, and then all of a sudden yeah. but life a uh, little chick will be born out of it you know good and for so, you mary yeah way to, way to turn your life around i know <laughs> oh, Man, <Mary. laughs> i'm so sorry yeah <laughs> Pray for us, Saint Mary, um, and especially Matt. Um, but so, so anyway, so the story goes: she's at this uh, at this big old party. She gets to see the emperor, mm-hmm. and she's tell given the shtick about like Jesus rose from the grave and like using the egg as an example. And he's like laughing at her, like a lot of people did. Um, and uh, he says, "Oh, you crazy lady!" You know, like. No sooner could like just a man rise from the dead than all of those eggs just turn red. And like oh, snap. in that moment they all turned red, Dang. all the eggs in our basket. And That's then dope. it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um so the the in in the Eastern church, mm-hmm. um, in lots of places, they paint eggs some in some places they just paint them red. Mm-hmm. And red symbolizes sort of the blood mm-hmm. and then but the egg symbolizes the life, right? Like Is- the the blood, the tomb, mm-hmm. the life. So the whole like cross, tomb, resurrection mm-hmm. story in the egg uh, there. It, but in other places, like so in Russia, the decorating of eggs became very formalized. And so I don't know if you've ever seen a Faberge. Yeah. Egg. Like that's an Easter egg. Those mm. are that's the the sort of e, uh, cool. Russian Eastern Orthodox tradition mm-hmm. of decorating eggs. And then in the West, it was more folksy. So you'd like dye your eggs. Usually you dye them while you were boiling them Mm because you were going to eat them uh, because in Lent you couldn't eat eggs. Eggs is one of the things no one could eat. So it was like a big treat like oh yeah I can eat eggs again Mm -hmm. and so they put color in them uh, color in the dye and and like flowers with dye on them into the water And so you'd boil yourself an egg and you'd have these colorful eggs and you'd open them up and you'd have your Mm, little Easter tree. I like that. Yeah, it's really cool. So that's where the eggs come from, actually. And like, um, um, so it's a cool thing. So my second question. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, okay. (laughs) I tried to give you the short answer. And you were like, no,
0: please give me the long answer. Okay. We'll have to come back with Easter Bunny then. Yeah. So I, actually that ship has sailed and it's, it's Sabbath related. And I want to do a yeah. whole, a uh, whole episode about the Sabbath. So okay, I'm going to hold perfect. off on this question anyway. So you're, oh, off, you're okay. off the hook. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool, cool. All right. <laughs> then. Um, okay. Okay.
1: So this gets to kind of how we celebrate Easter. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, it started with, it was like the Easter Vigil Mm -hmm. was the first big celebration. And that
0: would be... Which is Saturday night.
2: Yeah,
1: it would start Mm -hmm. Saturday night, which is already Sunday, according Mm to the... um, the, the way that time was reckoned which then. we did at the church yeah. this year which that's was right cool exactly we waited till the sun went uh-huh. down and then we lit a new fire yeah and then from that fire we lit the Christ candle and mm-hmm. like because it's Easter and uh and uh then we um we lit all of our candles off that one and we had a service that started in darkness started in Lent and then Easter like happens right in the middle of the service which is cool yeah and so that's the big thing that they would be doing on actual Easter day mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, now around that you start seeing very quickly, very quickly, because as we'll see, this has Jewish roots. The Passover was celebrated, uh, began a time, uh, a sort of festival, the festival, the festival of weeks mm-hmm. that lasted for 50 days after Passover. And so, uh, we Pentecost for us happened 50 days after Passover, after Easter. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we, Very quickly, Easter grew into a whole season Mm -hmm. where like, in fact, in the very first council, uh, uh, what's it called? The first ecumenical council of the church, Mm -hmm. it talks about how there are special rules in the 50 days of Easter. You're not supposed to fast for the first eight days. You're not supposed to kneel at all in Easter in church. Or or actually at home either. Um you're and you're actually it also says you're not supposed to kneel at all on Sundays. Wow. Now in like the Ever? West you kinda get away from this yeah. tradition. And like every denomination really. Not Eastern Orthodoxy. Oh yeah, you stand the whole so time. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah. So uh-huh. like you see it becomes this fifty day celebration pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Then of course you get added on Lent in front of it mm-hmm. as a preparation for the celebration. Yes. It's like, oh man gonna be partying for 50 days <laughs> we're gonna to need to like prep but here's the cool thing about what we're doing in easter is like it's 50 days it starts on easter sunday which is like a remembrance of what actually happened on that day the the resurrection mm-hmm. but then as we go through to the whole easter season we're going through the history of the church from the resurrection to pentecost in real time because A lot of people don't realize this, but if you read the scriptures, don't worry. It checks out. Like, (laughs) Pentecost was actually literally 50 days after Easter. Wow. So, like, we're celebrating that actual amount of time. And not only that, Ascension Day, which is something not as much celebrated, but this, again, is part of fixing Easter, which, by the way, guys, when I want to fix quote-unquote fix something in the church i am not talking about changing it to make it better usually i'm talking about like <laughs> let's do it the way
0: we're supposed to be doing From it back in the day Yeah, that's yeah. right let's just <laughs> we're, let's, let's regress yeah exactly that's right <laughs> yep Take one so, step forward, two I steps mean, back. It sounds to me like Ascension Day should be pretty important. Yeah, it's very important. <laughs> so,
1: like, he, here's the laydown of what Easter actually is, because it's not just one day. It's these full 50 days. The one day when we celebrate the uh, initial resurrection, then for 40 days in mm-hmm. the scriptures, right, Jesus hangs around and he's popping up in all these places. That's and that, we get a lot of those 40 stories. number again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 40 is super important. It's a reflecting the Lent before, right? I mean, and we then, should really have good fortieth birthday parties, right? Yeah, that's
0: right. Exactly. I think right. so. I'm only saying that because mine's in a couple years. So yeah, I mean mine too. Yeah, so yeah, let's
1: So forty is a symbol of death. Let's do it, and um, no, <laughs> <laughs> it. it kind of is. Death. We'll get there in a second. But like, <laughs> oh, um, great. <laughs> but so we go along with the disciples and Jesus when we're witnessing these resurrection appearances in church through our reading stuff like that. On the 40th day, which is always a Thursday, um, is Ascension Day. And what we're celebrating there is, again, in real time, 40 days after the resurrection, Jesus appears to his followers and he gathers up a whole bunch of them. And they walk up this mountain called the Mount of Olives, yeah. which is where the Messiah was supposed to come from. Mm-hmm. And like uh, that's where he came from when he went into Jerusalem and was crucified. Which is he was saying again, like, "Hey, I'm the Messiah. I'm coming from the Mount of Olives." Mm-hmm. Now he goes back up the Mount of Olives with everyone, and that's where the ascension happens. Mm. The ascension is super crucial, and it's a part of Easter
0: because it's like a resurrection thing he does. Well, that was so our last. Like, I don't know what, like present. No, I, I can't say presence, but the last time Jesus was Jesus yep. here, walking right? around, walking Jesus. around, hanging yes. out. Yeah, yeah my <laughs>
1: professor in seminary always called. Like Jesus of Nazareth, (laughs) like in one body, Uh that's walking around Jesus. Walking around Jesus. We actually, in the church, we call this the corpus ascendum, Uh, the ascended body body. of Jesus. So like the actual Mm -hmm. physical human body of Jesus that isn't our bodies grafted onto him, Mm -hmm. which is the corpus verum, the true body. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it's also not the corpus mysticum, the mystical body, which is the bread and wine Mm -hmm. that through which we become the Mm-hmm. True body of Christ, right? Yeah. So, like, there, Christ, as it turns out, has a lot of bodies. Um, but <laughs> as far as like Jesus of Nazareth, like the body born on Christmas Day, we believe that body still exists. Like, it's he was resurrected in it. He mm-hmm. went up the Mount of Olives in, it, and then he ascended into heaven, off flying on a chariot of clouds, uh, up to the throne of God, which is what Daniel witnessed in the Old Testament in the book of Daniel. The that was a, son kind of, of man long time before exactly <laughs> i know god does weird things yeah, that's with time crazy. <laughs> but like it's matchy matchy right yeah. it's like there's this old prophet prophet who saw this vision of the son of one like a son of man a human being coming to the throne of god and being seated on the throne um on a, on on the clouds and that's exactly the image that the disciples see as jesus goes off to heaven because what it's
0: happening right it's pretty bananas it's pretty cool, like when you think about if right now you predicted yeah. something that happen a few hundred years from now, that's weird, yeah, especially something that big it's a <laughs> it's a pretty big deal not, like like if you predicted the Rangers win the world series I mean that's pretty cool, yeah. But- You predict Jesus ascended into heaven in a chariot of fire. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Well, again, it's an odd thing to just
1: randomly predict, you know, like, Like, I'm going to write this down. Hey, you know what? Uh, Maybe a human
0: being will become God and sit on his throne. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. That's cool, Daniel. Um, Before, Um, before I really had an understanding of how like the Bible was put together. Yeah. Like. I was kind of like, well, sure. They could have put anything back there and, <laughs> and said, yeah, it came true. <laughs> yeah. But but then when you realize, oh, these were all books and scrolls from like way before any of this stuff yes. ever happened, you're like, oh, dang.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, and, and also, I mean, the book of Daniel is really key for us Christians as well. Like mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about Revelation, in our book club uh, um, today, because we're reading a book, the book of Revelation with commentary by N.T. Wright, which is oh, great. Goodness. But like people always try and take the Book of Revelation and like count out like figure out when the end of the world gonna yeah. be, and it's like it doesn't say that, and Jesus says not to do that, yeah. and like you can't do that, yeah. and no one knows, You'll never so know the stop time. It. Just be ready now, like yeah. be ready, like it's gonna happen tomorrow. It's kind of like the it's point, gonna, yeah. yeah. That's that's the only instruction you get, but ironically Mm -hmm. I was telling people like I, I can sympathize with people who do that because in the book of Daniel, they actually do do that. Oh really? Yeah. So like at the time of Jesus, the reason why there were a lot of failed Messiahs around the time of Jesus Mm -hmm. is because people sat down and they calculated sort of the prediction in Daniel chapter seven, which Mm -hmm. is part of this whole son of man thing when the Messiah would come. Mm -hmm. And it was like, Pretty spot on. Really? Like there, there's a way of calculating it <laughs> where it's like good. the year Jesus was born or that we think Jesus was born, 3 BC, yeah. um, like was the year predicted, you know? And it was like yeah. 480 years before or something like that. It's like pretty... <laughs> That's pretty and, crazy. And so like, yeah, you see a lot of people who are like, hey, maybe I'm the Messiah at that time. And a lot of people who aren't Christians or, or who, aren't, yeah. who aren't... um you know, Jews who discover Jesus, but before who are like, you know, are you the one, are you the one we've been waiting for? They're waiting because they've read Daniel and they've calculated it out. And it's like yeah. any day now the Messiah should be here. Yeah. I'm keeping a watch on the Mount of Olives. See who comes strolling into Jerusalem from there. And it's like, people thought, that's why people thought John the Baptist might be the Messiah. yeah, Cause he's only born six months before oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's
0: like, Oh, right in that time, is that could like, be maybe why the the Jewish people were just like who are still Jewish they were just like nah at the time <laughs> yeah they're like that no like the ones like because yeah. Jewish Jewish people missed the Jesus boat you know <laughs> oh no we'll <laughs> so see are they just like oh, there are a lot of people who now, said that <laughs> that's actually kind of a misconception like we think about
1: Judaism and Christianity as these two distinct like. Religions, You know, these sort yeah. of separate I mean, sort boxes. Of. Yeah. And you're one or the other. Mm-hmm. And that that's, I mean, like certainly Christianity and, and modern what Judaism can, are distinct. It's like a, a Jewish extension. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I mean, definitely we're yeah. probably the best related <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, faiths in the world uh-huh. because we come from e- uh, each other. But really, um, in the early days, there wasn't a distinction in that same way. Like mm. all the apostles were Christians all the apostles were jews right they never stopped being jews you Mm -hmm. know like they kept going to synagogue they kept Mm -hmm. going to the temple until the temple was destroyed in some places it took i mean like in some places like tensions got high between jews who were who thought jesus was the messiah and jews who did not um Mm -hmm. and so the, uh, the the christian jews were kicked out of the the synagogues Um, and some places that happened earlier on Mm -hmm. Um, in some places that didn't happen for 500 years, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so like you had a long time of like, (laughs) you know, you had Gentile Christians as well, but then you had Jewish Christians too, who were like, yeah, this, we think this was the Messiah. So what we call Judaism today, like Orthodox Judaism, reform Judaism, those Mm -hmm. kinds of traditions, what they come out of is what we call the rabbinical tradition of Judaism. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, like at the at Jesus's time, the Pharisees were kind of the precursors to that. Mm-hmm. And remember, like a lot of people would have thought Jesus kind of was a Pharisee, you know, like he knew the scriptures really well. He mm-hmm. was a revivalist, all that stuff. Uh, lots of the Pharisees were good and lots of the Pharisees became uh, Christian. It was par- partially because they were so close to each other, Jesus and the Pharisees, that the Pharisees, be- some of them became his enemy, right? Mm-hmm. They're arguing about the th- all the things they had in common, really, but so like rabbinical Judaism ha- happens after the temple is destroyed okay. because you still have Second Temple Judaism before mm-hmm. that. Everyone's just worshiping at the at the temple in Jerusalem until seventy A.D. when that's destroyed. Well, okay.
0: yeah, okay. I always, okay, so that was a tangent. Yeah. Well, let me continue the tangent. Yeah. Tell you how I always see it in my head, which is probably inaccurate. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it's like a spectrum, and on the left yeah. side you have Judaism and yeah. then in the middle you have Christianity and then on the end you have Mormonism. Okay. <laughs> so yes. he just kept adding stuff on, you know, <laughs> 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 like, like the Christians believe all the Jewish stuff. Plus we add the Christian stuff and then the Mormons believe all the Christian and the Jewish stuff, but they add the Mormon stuff.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm sure there are many reasons you could tell me this is wrong, but that's what I see in my head. That's okay. That's
1: and that's it's fine that that's in your head. That's okay that that's in there. I have wrong stuff in my head too.
0: Hurtful, no, man. I mean it's like hurtful. it's not that that's not.
1: I mean that's not a terrible way of thinking about it. Um, but like yeah, I I mean like that that metaphor that's in your head, which is. Useful Super at a certain level accurate. of resolution yeah. uh, <laughs> would break down kind of, kind Pretty of quickly. Because huh? they're, <laughs> I mean, like it's been 2000 years uh-huh. since Christ came. Right. And so like rabbinical Judaism, mm-hmm. like, like I said, it doesn't really get started until after the fall of the temple. So mm-hmm. it, it, what the tradition that we have now That we call judaism Mm -hmm. come from something that co-evolved with christianity sometimes deliberately in opposition to it or sometimes like to uh, sometimes christians and jews depending on various times again it's been a long 2000 years like borrowed from each other so like uh you know gentile christians And the beginning wanted wanted the same kind of legal protections that Jews had in the Roman Empire where they didn't have to burn incense to Caesar because of all the nations, everyone knew they were weird and couldn't worship other gods or whatever. (laughs) But like Gentiles who became Christians did not have that exemption. They kind of wanted that. And then the same thing like... um, um, you you would get things like well like the Star of David mm-hmm. right like the Star of David started being used in synagogues as a reaction to Christians having the symbol of the cross. It uh, was very powerful. <laughs> and so like Jews, especially well, we after want this. <laughs> yeah, especially after the the fall the. Jerusalem was gone it's like there are people without a country Mm -hmm. you know like and so like they needed some some symbols for continuity Mm -hmm. and so they kind of borrowed the idea of like a symbol like that for from Christianity so like there's a lot of back and forth so so some of it it's not just like well You know, they're holding down all the old testament stuff Mm -hmm. and then we added the New Testament and then the Mormons added the Book of Mormon. Like there's also there's more fundamental distinctions that happened between all those. All right. So you're saying I'm right. Let's move on. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Saying you're (laughs) saying you're totally correct. Keep doing what you're doing. You go your way and I'll go Yahweh.
0: You can go your own.
1: All right. right. Okay. Where are we? Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. So, everyone knows. Um, yeah. Um, well, we've talked about. Well, let's talk one more thing you, you about made a, sort of you, the,
0: the. Inside baseball, you made this handy uh, outline for today. Yeah, Because you're I know. just awesomely prepared. But then I, I keep did. asking questions that yeah. make you jump
1: all over it. We uh, We've uh, <laughs> not got super far. <laughs> No, actually, uh, we have kind of gotten far. I think yeah. people kind of understand what Easter is. I would hope so. So that's good. Yes. But should. so we got 40 days to send you 10 days for... Let me just give one more since we were talking about like the Jewish roots, yeah. Christian things. We'll show how kind of like... Um, uh, the Because Easter too, like I said, because it's based on Passover and um, and uh, uh, it's, it's actually... Uh, based on earlier Jewish festivals and not just Passover, but Pentecost as well. Like Pentecost, which means just the 50th day was all that means. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, the, 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 was, was a Jewish festival as well. Like they, the disciples didn't make that up. Like people were arriving for the feast of Pentecost Mm -hmm. uh, in Jerusalem when they were all hiding in that upper room and the Holy spirit came. So what were they celebrating? Well, It's interesting because you see how Jesus is, again, recapitulating. Did I explain that word to you before? I think so, but feel free to give me a short Recapitulating, yeah, and especially when Jesus does it, is when he takes something talked about in the Old Testament or something in the prophets or in the Torah, and he does it again but in a new way okay so like in the case and we'll use easter as an example here right passover happened Mm -hmm. and what how did passover happen well god told everyone to sacrifice a lamb Mm -hmm. and put the blood over the the doors uh, so that the angel of the lord would pass over them in Mm -hmm. egypt and then they would be liberated from their bondage in egypt and go uh escape to mount sinai Mm -hmm. so passover so that's what passover is well our passover is when jesus became the passover lamb and offered Mm -hmm. himself up as sacrifice right as a and a sacrifice is an offering of sort of hospitality um and uh uh, so he was the blood over our doorway right and he offered up his blood to cover Mm -hmm. us over so that like we could then be liberated from sin and death and Mm -hmm. like go eventually to the promised land. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, he leads us. So the way it actually worked in Exodus was that uh Moses tells everyone about Passover. He's like, "Oh hey, Passover's coming." they're like what's Passover like oh well there's this lamb and you know this is what you do oh and by the way we're going to do this every year for the Woo! next 3500 years so get it right get ready um, and they do it and they're released pharaoh lets them go and there's the whole red sea thing but bottom line is like they actually get to the the jewish tradition at the time was it took 40 days for them to, from Passover, for them to get to Mount Sinai, and then when uh, it was for on the fortieth day that um, that Moses received the law up on Mount Sinai, mm-hmm. the Ten Commandments, the right. Torah, the. Uh, schemes for the schematics for the uh uh, the tabernacle stuff like that all those things and so like what do we see on the 40th day of easter jesus also goes up a mountain Mm -hmm. right and he ascends into heaven into the presence of god in the same way that moses went up there now that's when moses went up there on the 40th day to receive it Mm -hmm. when did he come down well he came down 10 days later on the 50th day Right, and so on the fiftieth day, Moses comes down. He has the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. and there's a whole thing where he like is angry. He smashes those Ten Commandments. Go get some more, you know. Like, <laughs> we've all seen the Charlton Heston movie. Yeah, um, I've never seen it actually, shot. but you <laughs> saved. But but that's part of what they're celebrating there. It's like the the uh, in Israel at the time they were also doing a a day for day reenactment of the Passover liberation from Egypt to Mount Sinai, the 40th day mm-hmm. uh, when, when Moses went up into the presence of God. And then the 50th day was when he came back down with the the law. And so when mm-hmm. for us, the spirit comes down was when the law came down. Mm-hmm. And so God is, again, he's not changing the pattern. He's intensifying it, you know, Ooh. like, so instead of like a bunch of living people get, liberated from like bondage like literally uh he goes offers himself dies goes into death and he releases people from the ultimate bondage which is sin and death so intensification then he doesn't just go up a mountain and meets god he like goes up a mountain and goes up to the throne yeah. of god and is seated there at the heavenly throne and One then he doesn't him. yeah exactly so recapitulate recapitulate, we'll say, we'll say recapitulate. Yeah. yeah and then on the 10th on on the 10th day on the 50th day of easter he doesn't just send down the a book you know like the torah the instructions and the law uh, he sends down the spirit so that like internally it's not just the rules, external rules we follow and the pattern externally described to us it's the actual heart and spirit and orientation to fulfill what the law was trying, it, it has always been and continues to push us towards which is mm-hmm. love, right? But of course mm-hmm. you can't just legislate love right. you can legislate not hurting or you can legislate not lying and stuff like that, but like God wants to leave space for us to actually like want to do good, right? You can say don't do bad things, but we're trying to learn how to want and love goodness, right? And so that's what the spirit is—God's own spirit, which is the spirit of love, uh, comes down on on Pentecost. Nice. So it's a pretty cool thing. Now it is fifty again. Is not too is also like super important mm-hmm. in. The Old Testament, mm-hmm. like it's not just this whole like forty day, fifty day thing with uh, Moses coming out of out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. It's also like uh, if you read the law that he came down with on the mountain, uh, fifty is very important. Fifty, the fiftieth year is the jubilee year. So like the Hebrew calendar sort of starts, and every seven years, because it's a seventh year, is a Sabbath year. And so it's not just like Sabbaths are just the seventh day. That's mm-hmm. a Sabbath. But then every seventh year, mm. you're supposed to let all your land lie fallow. So oh, even wow. the earth the whole gets year. a Sabbath. Yeah, Damn. that's right. Apparently they think, and again, like if you read the rest of the Old Testament, it's not like, Israel was super good at following any of these rules. But like um, they think uh, if in the times and places where they did, they sort of rotated it out. So Mm -hmm. it's not like there was like no crops in Israel for like a whole year. (laughs) Um, But every seventh year you had to let your land lie fallow. And then on the seventh seventh year, which is the 49th year, Mm -hmm. you would not only have a Sabbath, but you would declare in the middle of that year a jubilee year. And so a jubilee year would be the next year. So the 50th Mm -hmm. year. So seven times seven plus one, a little extra one Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Um, and that would be the year which not only were, um, Where all lands lying fallow and not only was it a celebration year but all debts would be forgiven anyone who had had to like sell themselves into slavery or whatever indentured servitude to pay their debts was automatically released if you sold had to sell your ancestral land it was basically a big reset button the jubilee the cuz the land was all allotted by tribes and family so like if you sold your land to someone else it went back to you at that point what? you didn't have to buy buy it back it just Man. went back to you automatically so it was like a big thing it was the fulfillment of the um of the of the um of the of the liberation uh you know like the the just kingdom that mm-hmm. god actually liberated the jews for in the promise to live justly in the promised land right and so so that also is like part of the 50 days of easter that we
0: we celebrate you have two and a half minutes to fix easter all right so let's fix
1: this (laughs) let's fix it guys i'd like to say first
0: this number one to fix easter we're gonna fix this in two and a half minutes we should do the whole Any land that your family ever sold, you get back. Yes. Can we can we make that number one? Because that would be awesome. Fifty years, boom. Big time. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Let's pretend that's next year's number fifty. Okay. Let's start at year (laughs) forty (laughs) nine.
1: Yeah. Fixed. Okay. So like, okay. Here's the big thing about how I think we should fix Easter. Because right now, what do we do? We celebrate Easter. It's one day. For lots of people, it's like the. The big day they make people and their families go to church with them, which that's cool. Um, but, like, uh, <laughs> we all go to church. We have a big day with lots of candy and stuff like that, which is a big problem. What? That, like, as no. parents... <laughs> hmm? Wait, candy is not a problem, sir. No, but it is a problem. cuz listen Hear me out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like... Uh, Halloween is a pro has a problem too, right? Wait. You get a whole lot of candy, but it's in such a short you are period of time losing me fast right now. No, no, <laughs> it's true. You get all these Easter eggs, you get like chocolate bunnies, all that kind of stuff, and because we're celebrating Easter in just one day, it's like what you you know kids are going crazy eating mm-hmm. all that candy. You don't and, have to feed it all to them the same day. Well, that's part of my plan for okay. like uh, uh, fixing Easter. Uh-huh. Basically, the big problem with the way we celebrate Easter is one, we've kind of a lot of people have bought into those sort of secular stories or the Easter bunny is like sort of a just a magical secular, creature, magical creature. Um, <laughs> though, to be fair, that's a little closer to its origins. Um, its origins were in actually in the 1600s and it was the Easter hare. And Ooh. it came, and it brought the eggs. Sounds so much more sophisticated
0: when yeah. you're saying Easter hair. Easter hair.
1: <laughs> also from the German peoples. Um, these Germans.
0: Germans. Um,
1: they uh, But it would bring the eggs, but it would also judge <laughs> whether children had been naughty or nice. Oh. And like... Like Santa Claus, like, a little Krampus. like parents were super quick to be like, "How can we <laughs> help uh, yeah. discipline our kids through <laughs> yeah. these festivals?" And they're like Saint Nicholas before Christmas. Okay, that makes
0: sense. How about this uh, bunny? Because it's yeah. in the springtime. Let's manipulate our children with this. Yeah,
1: that's right. Exactly. Uh, we want to make sure they're good enough for eggs. And uh, this might say more so about German, German culture yeah. than anything else. But das um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It seems like all the traditions that are really like let's make this about uh, discipline come from like Germanic yeah. countries. No offense, Germans. Um, so many of them listening. Yeah, that's You're right. They're going to be angry at you. No, I think we had some. Okay, so here's 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 how we're going to fix uh, fix Easter. Mm-hmm. One is like know the connection between the Mm -hmm. eggs and the resurrection thing and just tell your kids about it Mm -hmm. um know the connection between the eggs and like mary magdalene and like you know demonstrating the cool like the red egg comes out of that all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff um you know like you can keep the bunnies too the bunnies are cool cool symbols you can keep all that stuff but The problem is we are trying to squeeze way too much stuff into way too short a time. Just Mm. like Christmas. It's like one day thing. Yeah. We have 12 days of Christmas. Like Mm -hmm. you got to spread it out. Spread it out. So like you can give all the cool gifts Mm -hmm. on Easter, but like save those eggs. Like be like, okay, you've had enough. Don't let them open all the eggs. Like Mm -hmm. you can just give an egg every day for dessert. And then it's Mm -hmm. like another like reason to say happy Easter yeah. or hallelujah, uh, Christ is risen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, sell, like really celebrate the, the time. Another thing we need to do to fix Easter is we really need to bring back, uh, uh intentional celebrations of Ascension day on that mm-hmm. 40th day. I like that we'll, one. We'll be doing not this year, but next year. I mean, we actually have, yeah, we do on, celebrate man. it it's in not, our midweek service. It hasn't happened yet, right? But we're going to have a, you know, <laughs> like, a, what, we need to bring out the full liturgical calendar. So a Thursday yes. service, Thursday even like an actual Eucharist church service. Not, I know not everyone's going to come to church on a Thursday. But, um, you know, what get if we have that a festival. What's that? What if we have a festival? Ascension Festival would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're really on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. See? Boom. See, it's happening. <laughs> We're fixing it. Fixing um, Easter. And then, of course, um, just other things... Basically, the big thing we need in order to fix Easter, in order to, i.e., celebrate it correctly in the traditional way, um, (laughs) is really just to get people conscious of how long it is. Because if you are continually, like, emphasizing the celebration Mm -hmm. for that length, um, then it's really going to imprint in you how important... The resurrection is like and not just important like we're just saying hey the resurrection is really important but mm-hmm. like i mean just for christians like th- for a long time mm-hmm. myself as a christian like and i believed in jesus and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. i read the bible and i went to church but i didn't really know what the resurrection was or why it was important like mm-hmm. i was like okay, it's a cool thing that God did, but he also walked on water. And, you know, like, (laughs) I didn't really know what the difference was, like how central the resurrection was. But the resurrection is the beginning of the new life. It's how we know that in Christ we're set free from sin and death. That, like, the thing that God did on the cross actually worked and was true. And, like, and that we can, like, we can participate in it because... Jesus doesn't just participate in the resurrection in some crazy God body in a human body, right? Like right. his human body is transformed. So that means my human body can be transformed in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that that's really important. So, um, a couple things we do we're doing this spring. Uh, we started having Easter Sundays, which and um, which is Sundays uh, uh, ice cream Sundays. Whoa! So every what? Sunday of Easter. We're having ice cream sundays at some point in the day. We were trying to do it like Who's just we? as a, just me. No, just me. Uh, my in, in my family. Your so family. So me and okay. Alex and, and Elizabeth. You're saying this is like a church thing. I'm like, where have I been? No, well, but that's the thing, right? Like, we also had. Um, we had a great celebration after the Easter Vigil mm-hmm. with a chocolate mm-hmm. fountain. We had champagne, oh, stuff like fountain. that. I think that should probably be for two Sundays. Or every Sunday. Or right. every Sunday. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> also like some kind of special thing to the Sunday. So anything mm-hmm. to make Easter stand out. So like another thing we're doing is, and, and again, the only reason we're not doing Ascension Day and some of these other ideas this year is just because of COVID has put back our sort of getting our all of our worship stuff Mm -hmm. together at at our church in St. Margaret's, but like doing things like um, omitting the confession or stuff like that, that just Mm -hmm. makes the service a little different. Obviously Mm -hmm. we add in, in the Episcopal church um, in in our tradition, we add in all kinds of cool thing, all kinds of hallelujahs, special songs, like stuff like Mm -hmm. that in churches just to make, that time really different and of course we have colors in our church too liturgical colors so everything is white and gold and bright and there's yeah. you know we light more candles we have a special paschal candle mm-hmm. uh the the easter candle that burns at every service through the 50 days but that is i think how we fix Easter is like mm-hmm. you we just got to spread it out some more like you know keep those eggs going mm-hmm. as long as they'll last
0: like mm-hmm. if, you, if you get 50 I days think- worth of eggs I think like we can sum right. up the Father Eric Guide to Fixing Christian Holidays as yeah. when in doubt, spread it out. Spread it out. That's, that's right. <laughs> then you know what that holiday is all about. That's right. <laughs> we need another <laughs> mug now. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like it. Is there more <laughs> to fix it?
1: Let's see. Uh, well, actually, so like the only other thought I had about fixing, you can mm-hmm. tell me what you think, mm-hmm. is like, you know, We've talked about some of the other traditions of, of kind of our, our, our community, the Episcopal church, mm-hmm. like, um, like the older traditions, like feasting and fasting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And fasting isn't just about fasting. It's also about feasting. You know, it's the right. whole, you got to have both sides. Oh yeah. So it's like you fast in the week, but you don't fast on Sundays. Why? Because this is a Feast of the Resurrection. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you're taking part in some of the other uh, traditional disciplines of the church, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, like, if you're fasting through the year, then it makes Easter really special because then you're not fasting, you know? Mm. Like, so that's something, too. Like, again, you can't just... Fix Easter by not fasting if you're not fasting anytime. But like, if you're taking part in these things, like if you're doing morning and evening prayer,
2: yeah,
1: um, like there are parts of those prayers where you can like kneel, you know, like uh, like uh, in the in the prayer parts or, or stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. in Easter, like I don't kneel for those parts even at home, you know, mm-hmm. like I stand because like again, Christ is risen. So like, mm-hmm. literally with my body trying to participate in that risen. Life, And again, it's a mm-hmm. symbol, but, you know, um, they're just little things that make that time really different and really special. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's kind of more fundamental than like on having an intellectual understanding of like, well, this is the resurrection. <laughs> and here's how the concept of resurrection affects how we uh, treat the environment or whatever, yeah. you know, like those are cool <laughs> things. I'd read that paper, but like making it just special, like mm-hmm. loving it. You know, like having our hearts oriented to enjoy and ha- as a foretaste of the heavenly banquet yeah. that, uh, that, that God is like, uh, laying out for us and inviting us to through it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that's, that's really what it's about. It's about like Easter should be a time where you're really like having fun.
0: Heck and yeah. Things. Yeah. It's a very, uh, interesting thought, I guess. Yeah. It's probably the one I'm looking forward to think of that, that, I guess this kinda of goes back to to when you were telling me the other day about the the rule of life and like yeah. how everything in the Christian tradition can be so like it can structure like your yeah. whole day, your whole yeah. week, your whole year. It's like everything has a place that makes sense to like kinda of guide you through your life, which is it's yeah. pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> no, it is
1: cool. It is cool. And maybe we'll go over the rule of life, too. Um, yeah, that's a good in a idea. In future episode. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Um, but you but you yeah, your, your that's one of those things where sort it's of like... Daily sort of prayers, and yeah. then
0: each week is kind of structured mm-hmm. a certain way. And well, then this kind each, of gets yeah. to,
1: like, yeah, like the judgment of God, wow. which we often hear and we're like, oh, I don't know. Which is, that's okay, too, because certainly, um, you know, like if we're remembering our sins or whatever, like, it's a good thing to remember. Mm-hmm. Like, don't want to lie to ourselves about how great we are. But judgment <laughs> uh, of God pretty, actually pretty does awesome. <laughs> not refer nec- exactly, precisely to the condemnation of God of evil in mm-hmm. you. Or, you know, or like a big wag of the finger at you or something like that. <laughs> judgment in in scripture means putting things in its proper place. So mm-hmm. it means rightly ordering whatever you know like if i'm if i clean my room and tidy it up mm-hmm. in biblical terminology i have judged my room i Judge have like the heck put out, it, out of it yeah i put the books on the bookshelf i put the you know whatever um so like but that's part of what a rule of life does
0: you mm-hmm. know like it orders our lives and think orders our time that that kind of stuff speaks to me because i'm a very like yeah. i'm not good at sticking to things but i also yeah. do love to like have them to, to yeah. try to do you know what I mean yeah. like yeah. I love that sort of rule for lack of better words like yeah to you know well it's to guide good me. too so it's cool. as like yeah. a diagnostic tool as well yeah. spiritually it's like mm-hmm. okay
1: I have this rule where I want to like pray every night and I haven't done it in two weeks and it's right. like what's going on uh-huh. when I've done that it's like usually there's something mm-hmm. usually there's something mm-hmm. on a spiritual level I need to deal with to like, right so it's a good good tool so it is it's cool but anyway, we'll talk about it in the future.
0: Yeah, we should. Yeah. I'm glad Easter's fixed now, though. Yeah. Good yeah. job. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Easter fixed, everybody. Uh, yes. I think we need, like, you You know, you made the vision board for yeah. the church, mm-hmm. which is awesome, by the way. Yes. But um, we should make one for the world and um, yeah. the holidays and how much what we're doing has fixed the world Actually, God already made a vision board for the world. Oh, snap. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'd say
1: actually, you know, if you want a vision board for the world, um, I would point to uh, the book of Revelation. But not trying to figure out when the end of the world is. Like actually reading the book of Revelation, coming to understand mm-hmm. the biblical symbols. Like mm-hmm. you do see the vision board for the world. I and guess that's true. At the end of it, which we actually talk about this Sunday. Ooh. You see the heavenly Jerusalem descending, oh, and man. in that is what is the throne of God, and there's
0: Jesus because he went up on this the. Is, this is going to bring up way too much, so just say yes or no. But is yeah. that the kingdom of God also, or is the kingdom of God? Is that too big of a thing when you talk about? Jer- Never mind, dude. Yes, <laughs> yes. I can see by your face that there's just too much behind this. <laughs> no, I'll just say, is that the kingdom of God? Yes. <laughs> He's restraining so hard. <laughs> Another day. Yep. We probably have a whole episode. Okay. Do we have an episode on the kingdom of God? Uh probably not. But that, that actually too. leads us to what what's coming up,
1: I yeah, guess. Yeah, let's yeah. Let's talk
0: about that before we
1: sign off. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've got some excited stuff coming ex- exciting stuff coming up. Um, we're going to do, like, more, like, reflections on biblical passages, Bible stories, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can do Revelation,
0: uh, Kingdom Ooh, of God yeah. things, stuff like that. And some of those but. Look, like- um, Plain old Sunday school stories. You've yeah, heard about, you exactly. Know, get back to some of that. That's right. I need some Jonah. Yeah. I need any whale talk? Did we? Ta- well, we'll see. Or maybe okay. we did. not I already forgot. I don't know. We'll look yeah. back. <laughs> but uh, one of the big
1: things we've realized is like, and we we're talking about this earlier, is looking out there. There's we're you know I'm an Episcopal priest. You don't have to be an Episcopalian. Listen to this thing. And uh, uh, Matt is at least ostensibly Episcopalian. Confirmed, was baby. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the Episcopal Church. And looking out in the podcast world, there's not a lot of like specifically like here's the Episcopal tradition around this or that. And as I said, very little in the Episcopal church is like wholly unique aside from our history, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like because that's who we are. But like we are a unique Mm -hmm. sort of collection of traditions. And Mm -hmm. like we do have a unique tradition in the and uh, uh, some cool stuff to Mm -hmm. talk about. Um, and so we have been this whole time talking about all of these cr- uh, traditions of the of the church from an episcopal perspective because we're both right. episcopalian. But like I think we're gonna focus more in to try and do that explicitly and draw out like why does how does this particular thing look like in the episcopal church? Why do we mm-hmm. do it this way? All that kind
0: of stuff. So I like it. So look out for that, y'all. Maybe some episodes that yeah. are just explicitly about episcopalian traditions specific thing that'd be yeah. kind of cool too
1: yeah mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah. like if, if there's you're anything... a
0: presbyterian just tune out that day yeah that's right or <laughs> learn
1: something you know um yeah so if you're a presbyterian <laughs> or anyone else and you have like a question suggestions or or, or uh, something you're wondering about like what the heck episcopal church or, yeah like, what is this about Definitely. um please do feel free to email us at after the likeness at gmail.com, mm-hmm. and uh, we would love to, but uh, this is just to say, like, going forward, I think we're just going to try to, we can expect that, so if you are an Episcopalian trying to figure out what the heck it means to be an Episcopalian in 2022, or mm-hmm. whenever you're listening this, 2043, yeah. whatever, yeah, you know, exactly. um, uh, <laughs> then, like, we want to make this podcast uh, for y'all, and if you know someone who's coming into the Episcopal Church, or uh, just, was like, what is the Episcopal church? Uh, please, uh, please send us some, send, send their, this podcast their way. We would, we would love to be mm-hmm. sort of exploring
0: that space. Um, in, for in sure. the future. If I haven't made it clear, I'm very much here for the Presbyterian beef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Ever since you brought it up, that's I don't a, know anything about Presbyterians, that but kind hating of on blind them loyalty is so is fun. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Like he said, send us an email, leave us a comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share us with your friends. Yay. Yay. We're friendly. And we want more friends. We do. <laughs> uh, I guess that's it for this week, huh? Yeah. Cool. Good job. Well, you guys, good job to you. Thank you. All I did was derail. <laughs> <laughs> you just ruddered Rerailed. that ship right back. <laughs> you recapitulated. That's right. <laughs> See, I listen to some words. (laughs) Didn't apply it correctly, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. You're getting there. This is a huge step forward. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks as always. We love you. You're the best. See you next week. I'm Matt Kitchen. And I'm Father Eric. And this is After After the the (laughs) Likeness. Bye-bye.